0: Episode number thirty-three of the Power Five podcast. This week, Brent, Christian, Colin, and myself rank our favorite game shows. I'm just going to go ahead and tell everyone that Colin has Chuck Woolery and The Love Connection as his top game show tonight. How about that?
1: I, How to be did you honest, know? To be honest, I didn't even know that was a game show until oh, I started yeah. uh, started doing my research. That's right. Was that like sometime in the '70s, Kevin? <laughs> uh probably i don't you
0: know what i don't even know what the years were but i'm not gonna lie i've watched a couple episodes of the love connection back in the day that was that was probably randy and debbie's jam yeah it was
2: when i think of game shows i immediately think of supermarket sweep for some oh, reason
0: so just, just
2: the big hair early 90s late 80s <laughs> just sprinting through the aisles
0: what a great show. Yeah, that host that, that you're thinking of I actually got his name written down. Bob Hope. David, David Ruprecht. I don't know if you remember those sweaters, but it was like Cosby oh, Show-esque yeah. with the sweaters. No <laughs> <sense. laughs>
3: the pudding. Dude, I watched, I watched every episode of the old Supermarket Sweeps on Netflix last year when I was – during quarantine times, man. That was my jam.
0: So you yeah. watched Supermarket Sweep and <laughs> – all of the movies that everybody else on yes. planet earth had seen but you
3: <laughs> Listen, it was a great year for me. I don't know how you guys spent it, but I really got in touch with my inner childhood and did all those things I never had a chance to uh thanks to getting fired. Uh so thank you Fauci.
0: I'm a huge huge game show fan. Always have been. So It'll be fun talking about some game shows tonight. I was talking to a coworker today, and he threw the question. He says, do you consider Big Brother and Survivor an amazing race? Do you consider those game shows or those reality TV shows? He's like, because they're not reality TV, they're more of a game show, but I don't consider them game shows. I mean, they're playing a game, but I don't consider it a game show.
3: Kevin, great question, because I am a huge fan of those kind of competition shows One of my favorites that is still current and on season like 40 is MTV's The Challenge. I think I told you guys, like my wife and I are huge junkies. of That comes on every Wednesday night. And I wanted to put that, but I was like, that's not a game show. For me, a game show is 30 minutes or less. It's got a host. It's got maybe prizes or cash. Like there's something about it that's nostalgic. And when I talk about my criteria tonight, I think that's when we're going to find out that, like there are some things that maybe we consider game shows and then there are other genres. Like I don't consider the voice a game show, but if you did some research, you might think, Oh, is the voice a game show is uh, you know, I don't think a show with music is a game show unless it was like name that tune.
1: So we'll find out. Yeah. I think it's a slippery slope there. I, you know, full transparency. I'm not a huge game show guy, really. What? Um, certainly not in a, in a long time some some my list you know outside of a couple might not be too wild but I think it does get really tricky once you start getting outside of the hosted shows I don't know that I would say 30 minutes necessarily but yeah
3: well Colin let me ask and I don't want to spoil anything but uh you know do you consider like the kids shows that you grew up on where you climb through slime and put your hand up a booger nose and grab a flag is that a game show
1: those never crossed my mind. Oh, come on. What did
3: you do growing up, Colin? Watch Murder, She Wrote? not maybe. <laughs> I, I'm really worried about you, Colin.
0: You <laughs> <laughs> was playing street hockey, trying to be the Mighty Ducks.
3: I was. <laughs> there you <for> go. Sure. <laughs> Nothing,
1: no shame in that. Listen, guys, I got to perfect gotta... <laughs> that knuckle puck.
3: <laughs> well, I do love that you at least know that, Colin. So It wasn't too bad growing up, I guess. Listen, I got to give some shout outs. People can't see inside the home studio tonight, but I'm representing Old Crow Barbershop. Shout out to my boy, Shoeless Joel Jackson is what I call him. And I also want to give a shout out to Mark Webb Jr., fan of the pod, repping the uh, Mark Webb Jr. trucker hat. Check him out on tour all week long, baby.
0: You always got some strong, strong hats coming through, man. I like that Old Crow shirt, too. It looks solid.
1: Must be nice to wear hats that's right i don't have a lot of hair i mean hey, what I is you, you know what is the
0: fifty nine fifty size again colin
1: you know for many years kevin it was a seven and five eights and i realized mm. when in boston last month little rain coming down at fenway was about to pull the trigger on a new hat and i'm actually whatever the next size up is and that new that new style now the new era cap i guess the low um, profile style no, no, the, no, what they would still call the 5950, but was okay. it new era that made it before? I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Anyway, oh, yeah. The, 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 new, the new style that's the on field, I'm up a size now from a seven and five eighths. <laughs> so that's
0: going to be a seven
1: and three quarters. It's going to be I an guess.
3: eight. Yeah, actually. I like that, man. So a, I'm also a, a seven and five eighths. I mean, on these trucker style hats, I'm on the last two prongs. So, Colin, like, you're I'm not too far. And my baby girl, who's nine months old, is in like the 90-something percentile for her head circumference. So she's coming, Colin. She's coming
0: in hot. Hey, well, before we get to our rankings, we've got a couple games tonight. Obviously, we've got our Today in History. And, you know, gotten some good feedback from listeners enjoying the Today in History. Whether they like it or not, I enjoy going through it and just hear some of the random oddities that have taken place on a specific day. So we're recording on August the 31st, last day in August. Big happy birthday to mr pretty woman himself richard gear turned 72 hey shout out gerbils hey you know we almost ranked 80s music tonight i think we're going to come back next week and do that just just because we want to make it a special episode and due to time restraints, maybe we weren't going to have enough time to edit and do some of the things we wanted to, but this would have been very timely had we been doing the eighties episode or eighties music episode tonight, but August 31st, 1987 CBS aired Michael Jackson's music video bad CBS primetime. How about that? I mean, a major network television channel airing a music video.
1: Kevin, can we just be honest for a second? What's up? We didn't do 80s music this week because you've got your 17th trip to Disney World. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> this
0: facts. year,
1: This year, folks. Hey, listen, if you, if
0: you got the season pass, you got to use it. We got a long weekend. Hey, it's a good time to go do it. Crowds are at two-year low levels right now, so it's going to be
1: nice. Yeah, I actually heard that there. today. I know you're yeah. excited about it. Oh yeah, man!
0: No weights in line. Yeah, I can't wait, man. I love that. Way. Shout really out to Wall. To uh,
1: Michael Jackson, though, I'm not
2: surprised by that at all. He was a mega star. I mean, he that, is.
0: yeah, or he was. No doubt. I mean, he I like
2: that. That was probably. Do you have any uh, numbers on that? No, How many I do did?
0: No, I bet you a bunch. Though. I bet the Williams clan did. No doubt. Hey, here we go. A little T's and P's. August 31st, 1997, Princess Diana passes away. Oh, man. That's the result piece. of the injuries, yeah. Also, August 31st, 1985, Apollo Creed falls victim to the Russian guy in Rocky IV. It's on his tombstone, August 31st. That's when Apollo Creed died. How about that? All the- Yo,
3: Adrian!
0: Hey, can I get a good impression of Foghorn Leghorn? Do y'all know that he's the rooster on Looney Tunes? August thirty first, he makes his debut in the cartoon called Walkie Talkie Hawkeye. Has anybody got that? I do declare. Was that I, said, uh, I said. I said. I said. Uh, I said. I uh, said. I do declare. Something like that. <laughs> no idea. There it is. All out. Hey, everybody's favorite nineteen nineties. Heartthrob Mariah Carey released her third studio album called Music Box 28 years ago. Mm. Wow, Music Box. Name me a hit off there. Couldn't tell you. Mm. Butterfly. I don't know.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I remember that one album she had. She did a a little song with Boys to Men. Oh yeah. Oh, she had one song, Roller Coaster. I don't know. I used to I used to be a fan. I had no idea, man. (laughs) Until that one New Year's Eve performance just really lost me there. Oh,
2: and her Christmas song, so bad.
3: <laughs> yeah, hey. it's on the it's on repeat. What is I
2: think her that album was called Fantasy that you're you that's were the one, about. yes, yes. Voice to men. One sweet yeah. day. Yeah, one, one sweet, sweet day,
3: day, man. What a great song. Oh, there it what is. a great
2: song.
0: Slow dance back in middle school. Oh yeah. oh yeah. Come on. Hey, and last but not least, we've got Collins mentor, possibly Colin's role model for life. Hey, possibly a lot of people's role model for life. Mr. Rogers aired 20 years ago, the season, the series, excuse me, the series finale, August 31st, 2001 on PBS. Won't you be my neighbor? Great
2: show. Great legacy. He left no great dollars. sweaters. Big fan of his big fan.
0: Oh yeah. He great liked the Cardigan sweater. Hey, well that was today in history. Lots happened on August 31st.
1: Good stuff, Kevin. We're going to hop right into our second edition of the Pod Pick 'em. As you guys know, we've selected five games each week. We will pick those. Uh, what's unique about this week is we didn't really think through last week that lines for games uh, would not be available this early in advance for when we record. So the Pod has added a little layer to this. We have created our own lines for these five games. We'll also be tuning in to see how close we are on those lines, and we'll we'll report back. But here we go with our five games of the week. First up, in a Pac-12 Big Ten showdown, Oregon at Ohio State. We've set the line at the Buckeyes by nine and a half. Kevin, lead us off.
0: I'm going to go ahead and say that the Buckeyes are fired up for their home debut and cover the nine and a half. So I'll go Ohio state. Christian. As Walt
1: Deptula says, give me Oregon.
3: I'm going to go ducks
1: as well. Give me the ducks. Quack, quack. I'm going Ohio state. Safe pick. All right, game number two. Could this potentially put some of the pod preseason favorite to test here? Iowa at Iowa State. I know a couple of you are big on the Cyclones. We've got Iowa State favored by six.
0: All right, Iowa State traditionally started off a little bit slow. I definitely don't think they're going to come out just – Steamroll in Iowa, rivalry game. I'm going to take the Hawkeyes. I'm going to take the Cyclones to win, but the
1: Hawkeyes to cover, so Iowa.
3: Christian. I'm taking the Cyclones and the Maddie Campbells.
1: Brown, I'm sure you're taking Iowa State.
2: I'm going Iowa State. I think they make a big, big uh, head turn, beat Iowa
1: by 14. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> Tell me how you feel. I'm going to go Cyclones as well. Again, back to the Pac-12 Big Ten. We've got Washington at Michigan in the big house. We've labeled that a pick 'em, folks. So, Kevin, who you got? I think Washington's
0: going to be pretty good this year. I'm taking them to win the Pac-12 North. So, I'm going to say Washington beats Michigan in the big house. Christian.
3: Give me the khakis at home.
0: I like it. Brent. I'll take Washington,
2: and seat's getting really hot for Mr. Kaki after week two. I'm going to go
1: Washington as well. All right, little ACC-SEC matchup in game four. We've got the Wolfpack of NC State at Mississippi State down in Stark Vegas. Kevin, that's a a three-and-a-half-point favorite for Mississippi State. Kevin, who you got?
0: I'm going to say the Fighting Leeches cover and beat the wolf pack.
3: Yeah, yeah, let me go with the cowbells as well. Start Vegas.
2: Brent. Yeah, let me get let me get the leeches gang as well. there will probably be accusations of laptop usage on the field, but they'll they'll prevail.
1: <laughs> Can't Yeah, there. I mean it it really is a situation where I'm just not picking Dave Doran. So Mississippi <laughs> State here as well. Salty and then the final game of the week. For week two, a little Pac 12 after dark. Can't remember the kickoff time for this one, but the 1 a.m. Utah heading to BYU, uh, Utah three point favorite.
0: Hey, what do they call that? They call it the Holy War, right? And that's isn't that what they call this rivalry game. I think so. I think so. you're right. Yeah, yeah the Holy right War. Right. So big rivalry game. BYU is always a tough spot to play, but Utah is just solid. BYU loses a ton off last year's team. Utah covers.
1: Christian, you know, you?
3: Uh, you know, I'm going to have to stick with my friends, the Storm and Mormons and the Fighting Shiitakes. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Is that, B-Y-U? Oh, that was the coach's name. Yeah,
1: All right. <laughs> BYU. All right. Brent, here you go. All right. Give me Kyle Whittingham. Give me the Utes. I'm going Utes as well. We'll update the listeners on where we stand after week two. Hey, Paul well. and I have
3: something to say to you. Because of this college football segment, a certain brother of mine, Mr. Joseph Stacks, he wanted me to trigger you tonight, and he wanted me to let you know, even though this is airing after this happens. I know what's if Clemson (laughs) loses to Georgia, which I, I mean, I don't see my crystal ball. You know, I feel confident about it. The hashtag #FireDabo is returning. Just wanted to let you know that you will be triggered by Joey stacks. So just throwing it I'm, out there.
1: I'm sure it will be. And <laughs> and I'm sure in the event that, that that happens and Clemson loses, I'll probably get that text from Joey before I'm even out of bank of America stadium Saturday night.
3: Absolutely. And He's probably going to gonna find your pen and make that happen in
0: person. And just to remind the listeners here, Christian's got a little bit of, of something on the line. If the Tigers lose to Georgia, Dilworth will be sitting in his place next week on episode 34. Christian will be in attendance. However, he will be muted the entire episode. Is that correct? That is
3: correct. And was confirmed with Sir John Micah via textual message tonight. And I will say I am a little bit upset with myself, even though still confident and would love John to come on the show if we're talking 80s music, because he does love the 80s. But I'm still going to win that thing. So he can stay home. I'm pretty sure.
0: I hope Tigers take care of
3: it. I hope you're wrong, Kevin. About your pick, not that.
0: Tell you something else we're going to do tonight. So since we're ranking our game shows, I thought it would be fun to throw out a little family feud question. Okay. So parade.com had like a hundred different actual family feud questions that you could check out and see exactly what the answers were. Okay. So I'm going to ask you guys one and I'm going to let you select, you know, one at a time and you can, you can try to be funny or you can try to actually get the answer correct. Okay. So um, here, here we go. Y'all ready? Y'all understand how family feud is played, right?
1: Can you, can I get a quick rundown?
0: All right. So I'm going to ask you a question and you got like a hundred people that were surveyed. And so you were trying to guess what other people selected as the answer to that question.
2: All right. Most you popular know. picks. You Most know, popular picks. Top. That's right.
0: Yeah. All right, here we go. Colin, if you could go to the land of Oz, what would you ask the wizard for? <laughs> oh, oh boy. Um... <laughs> <laughs> you guys know
3: Colin's never seen movies before. <laughs> So this uh, is tough. Uh,
1: yellow brick. I don't
3: know. <laughs> <laughs> Not it. <Yellow> <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sir, could I please have a yellow brick? Oh,
0: oh my gosh. All right,
2: Brent, what you got? <laughs> I mean, $10 million. I'm going to go ding, with the ding, brain. Ding. Oh, Number one
0: oh. answer is money. All right, <laughs> Brant got 37 points right there. Oh, I would have lost. All right, Christian, what you got? Uh, Actually, I was going to go with a brain. Brain is on there. Brain is yeah. number three.
1: <laughs> yes. I'm shocked right. a politician asking for money. <laughs> ah, hey, the right. people
0: want. Colin, you got one strike against you. We'll give you two guesses here. We'll get, We'll give everybody two two guesses.
1: Oh, we're coming back around? Yeah, we're coming back around. Oh.
0: Family Feud has, what, eight answers?
3: Something like uh, that. Well, it varies. He, 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 yeah, this, varies. this
0: actually has eight right here.
3: Hmm. Jeez. just think about what you would want colin i mean there's no wrong answer what except yellow it? brick
1: <laughs> <laughs> um oh boy i'm at <laughs> such brick. a loss here i don't even know just, just say, say something. something maybe
0: a clemson uh, natty what did i hear you say a hot bod you'd be right <laughs> that's the fourth most popular answer ding ding a ding, ding.
3: well hey. shout out to the rabbi
0: <laughs> All right, you got it, Brent. You got one?
2: Uh, I'm going to say the popular opinion would be more vacation time.
0: More vacation time. Great answer, but Dang. no vacation time. And Christian to close us out on this. How about courage? Courage is not on there. You guys missed out a new <laughs> a new heart. Was uh, I was going to say high. heart. That was my next one. Hey, peace on earth, love, happiness, and the ability to fly. That would have been your answer uh, or what most people would have asked uh, the, the Oz or the Wizard of Oz. Hey, and listen, I was not planning to ask a second question, but if we did have time – and you could throw out an answer if you want to. This was the one I was going to ask you. Name something in a bakery a baker might call his wife. Uh, Hot hey, buns? Hey <laughs> – that was
3: number 1. <laughs> what? Uh, ding, ding ding ding. I well, mean, come uh, on. Well, it was
0: honey or buns, honey buns. Honey that buns. Was, that okay. was one, yeah. Fair enough. All right. So you got sweetie, cupcake, muffin, sugar, donut, and here's the one that <laughs> donut, seriously. <laughs> 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 then you got doughy.
1: Doughy. B-O-E. I was thinking of dough. I was doughy. thinking of something with dough. I just couldn't couldn't get there. Oh, cuz you needed
0: it, Colin. Okay. All right. Hey, that was a nice, nice round of family feud. And it is time to move on to our rankings. Christian, you're leading us off tonight.
3: Let's go. Number five. All right, guys, we're talking top five game shows. Going to hit you with the criteria first and foremost. For me, this was all about classic game shows that still exist today. Now, there's going to be maybe one on my list that's not a classic, but is an a classic in my book. Now I did not include kid shows like some of the ones we grew up with watching maybe on Nickelodeon. I did not include any of the music genre like the voice or American idol. And I also did not include competition shows like the challenge or survivor. So coming in at number five for me, uh, this one may be higher on people's lists. Uh, it's one that I would watch, but was not my favorite, but it's still a top five. Uh, Going to go with uh, Jeopardy. What is Jeopardy with Alex Trebek? I will say since his passing, rest in peace, it has not been the same. But if anybody was watching when that guy, James Holstower, whatever his name was, I mean, talk about fun and and something I enjoyed watching. So uh, number five for me is... Uh, jeopardy excellent feel
2: like that'll get a clean sweep i mean if it doesn't
0: i mean it's a it's a classic game show no doubt
1: all right hitting uh kind of hitting off of the criteria again As kind of i mentioned in the earlier segment you know i'm not a huge game show guy back as uh, i guess a kid uh i did watch some and that's where most of this comes from Uh, A bit of nostalgia with most of these, but really just not a huge game show guy, especially current stuff. Number five, though, is going way, way, way off the grid. I'm not sure that anybody on this podcast will know what this is. Maybe Christian does. Um, I know pod listener Daniel Malden was also a big fan. Going with ESPN's 2002 show, Beg, Borrow, and Deal. For those of you unfamiliar oh, yeah. with this, this was an ESPN game. They had two teams. They had to get from New York City to Alcatraz Island. All they could take was the clothes on their backs, and they had to complete certain sports challenges along the way and get favors from folks. Lasted uh, lasted two seasons, Rich Eisen was the first host. Beg, borrow, and deal coming in at number five for me.
3: That's a throwback.
1: Actually yeah. ran down the hill at Clemson.
0: I love, I love off the grid. I, I, As soon as you oh, said the, love rich. As soon as you said the name of the game or the game show, I remember it, but I don't remember. And I'm sure I watched it, but I I did not remember the premise of the show. But I love you going
1: off yeah. the red right there. I thought, I thought Cle- you were going to say Clemson around grad, the uh, Clemson grab was on there. His name is Bubba on the show, but see him around Clemson a good bit. That's cool. right. That's awesome, man. Nice pick.
0: All right. So my criteria, just simply, I mentioned at the beginning of the show, I like game shows. Always have. I mean, we still to this day will sit down and and watch game shows with our kids. They like watching Wheel of Fortune. We've got The Price is Right. I mean, we record just random game shows sometimes, and we'll sit down and and just watch it. Good, good fun TV. Man, we'll even try out some of these new game shows that are are coming on prime time networks sometimes in the evening, but. I'm, I'm doing a lot of like nostalgic picks tonight, things that have stood the test of time and things I've just grown up having having good solid memories of. So coming in at number five for me, it's, it's already been mentioned today, and that is Supermarket Sweep. And that era that I watched Supermarket Sweep goes into what was considered to be the second run of Supermarket Sweep. Apparently it got started back in 1965, ran for a few years. Then it got revamped in 1990 and ran through 1995. That's when I remember watching it a ton. And Christian, you mentioned you can find it on Netflix. You can find it on Amazon Prime. I'm sure it's out there. Last October of 2020, Leslie Jones did a few episodes as well. I did not tune in to watch those, but apparently it didn't do too well because I don't think they're making any more of those episodes but hey i'm all for it man give me a buggy give me a grocery store tell me to go fill it up with the most expensive stuff i can do that it sounds like a fun game to me
3: what are you always going for the giant turkeys the coffee grounds
0: what's your what's your what's your move oh yeah i, I think you gotta <laughs> go over there the ham hocks like, yeah like the the 30 pound hams and turkeys right you gotta yeah. get five of those yeah 100 percent.
3: go for the diapers <laughs>
0: The dive. Yeah. That's a good
2: strategy as well. I like that pick. All I, right. Criteria it, for me it was try to get to five, you know, I mean five game shows that I actually watched. Like um, I'm thinking like, I'm like, I, I will say this, like MTV type shows, like Christian was mentioning earlier. I like those, but I kept those off because they're like entire season runs of things. So I kind of kept that to a minimum. Um Number five for me is one that's really nostalgic. It's one that was kind of in that Nickelodeon afternoon special when you got home from school. It's Legends of the Hidden Temple. Just to grow back. It's kind of a nostalgic uh, uh, show for me. So that's that's what I want with with number five.
3: I Uh, love that. How scared were you when those Egyptian guards would come out as soon as you they open the door, I mean,
2: absolutely, and the teams were like the monkeys and all this other stuff, like the colors. It was, it was just a neat concept, a cool show.
1: That's it's a good, be- good pick. It's becoming very apparent to me that I really didn't watch anything but TBS as a kid.
0: I have no idea what that show, and it shows, I'm a little, Colin. A little ashamed of it, actually. I, I think like, you were probably a little older
2: <laughs> when that came out, so. That's right. it's probably yeah. A baseball y- yeah, you were you were probably a, a young teen listening to Nirvana, not really care
3: much about the oh, game yeah. show. <laughs> yeah, maybe <so>. maybe <laughs> listening so. to garbage, you little punk. Number four. Well, guys, before I give you my fourth pick, I have a special shout-out to pod listener Dustin Tompkins, who won the second grade McKissick Elementary Spelling Bee and said he was the Ken Jennings of his uh, elementary school. So shout-out to DT. Uh, my number four pick, uh, this is one that actually is the rarity on my list, and it didn't come out until 2018, but is still running. And if you have the Game Show Network, I suggest taking up on the show It is one that I watched last year. Again, my year of game shows, my year of discovering movies I should have watched 30 years ago. This one I could watch for hours on end. I don't know if you guys, big Vince Vaughn fans here on the pod, uh, probably know a character who's in a lot of his movies named John Michael Higgins. He was in The Breakup. Uh, He's in a lot of movies, funny comedian. If you don't know him, he hosts this show. It is called America Says. Essentially, there are a bunch of answers up on the board. The team gets asked the question. They have to come up with all those answers. They get points. A winning team comes to the end. And as a team, if they get those, they answer it. They win cash. Um, It's just a fun show, hilarious show. Great host. America Says. If you haven't seen it, go Google it. Check it out. Do yourself a favor. Never
2: heard of it. Never heard of it. I don't know any of the newer
3: ones. The more you know. It's one yeah.
0: of the few new ones It's good. Okay. America says.
3: I mean, it's I, America,
1: I, guys. I, hey, I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a shot. Coming in at number four for me. Man, this takes me back to like early 2000s, late 90s. Who wants to be a millionaire? Started in 1999. Obviously associated with Regis Philbin. But just remember those first first season or two, man. It was like. The show to watch, you know, for families, I felt like, at least ours back then when those first couple uh, seasons aired. That's a great pick. It's me, Regis.
3: Rest
0: in peace. I do feel like everybody tuned in to Who Wants to Be a Millionaire.
3: Yeah, I don't think we understood that a million dollars wasn't that much. It felt like a lot back then.
0: And you'd be screaming at your TV, phone a friend, phone a friend. You idiot. And 50-50
3: never works.
1: That's right. Or
0: if it was an easy question, yeah.
1: You idiot. How could you not know that? The (laughs) drama buildup, you know, when they were using those lifelines and things was was intense.
0: I did get annoyed with Regis constantly saying, final answer. That's a good one. Uh,
3: Kathy, the final answer.
0: Oh, my gosh. What color is the sun? Pink, green, brown, or orange. Uh orange. Now you sure? Is the orange your final answer? Well, <laughs> I don't know, Regis. It <laughs> was, but now you got me thinking. Oh my gosh. All right. Hey, I'm gonna give you some some names here for my number four pick. Okay. This is off the grid. This is gonna hit home with several people. That was really into this show. Let me give you some names here. Zap, Gemini, Nitro, Blaze, Laser, Titan, Diamond, Thunder, Turbo, she storm. Had a we could go on and <laughs> on and on. Coming in at number four for me is the American Gladiator oh, running man. from 1989 to 1996. You can stream all of the episodes right now on Pluto TV. I have no clue what Pluto TV is. If you have any questions, I'm sure you can contact Christian and he'll be glad to spill <laughs> the guts on Pluto TV. Is Absolutely. that a free? Is that a free yeah. subscription?
3: and it's worth it to get the uh, expanded pack for 6.99 a month to add to one of your 22 applications.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Anyways, a fantastic show. I mean, I was in middle school kind of finished out, you know, right as I was getting into high school. But, hey, I remember going over to Johnny Garrett's house, pod listener Johnny Garrett, and if it was a Friday night, man, we were staying up watching the American Gladiators or maybe it was a Saturday night. I don't remember what it was. But, man, just seeing games like Assault, Joust, you know powerball gauntlet tug of war etc you got these big jacked up dudes and you got just little amateur athletes and everybody always said they wanted to go against the the gladiators to see if they could beat them and and win some money i just love the show I, i got a feeling if i were to watch a couple episodes now i'd be hooked into it again so number four american gladiators
3: Great pick, Kevin. You brought me back to my childhood. I used to have the action figures. I mean, I, that's how desperate I was. I was playing with them, jousting each other. Oh,
1: yeah. Never seen it, heard of it. Never oh, man. It. <laughs>
3: uh, yeah.
2: All right. For, for number four for me, yeah. I'm, I'm with Colin. Who wants to be a millionaire? Like y'all said, I mean, it's a, it was a primetime show. I felt like everybody watched it. One of my best memories of the show was the first guy to ever win the million dollars did so with an extra lifeline and he called his dad. And when his dad picked up, he was, the guy was like, Hey, I'm, I already know the answer to the question. I just want to tell you, I'm going to be a millionaire. And then he just answers it. I'm like, that's gotta be one of the coolest moments in game show television cool. history. It was just really cool. So I had to go with that in number four. Who wants to be a millionaire?
3: Love it. It's a good show. It's a good show. So much better with Regis than Jimmy Kimmel.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I I didn't. I'm not watched a single episode since the Philman
3: days. Yeah, same. You're a purist.
0: Number three.
3: Coming at number three for me, I mean, you can really only watch the show if you're unemployed (laughs) or if you were a small child at at your grandma's house, but if y'all didn't ever have dreams of spinning the big wheel, trying to hit that $1 mark, uh, if y'all didn't have that kind of wish to be one of those contestants growing up, I'm sorry for you, Colin. I hope you've heard of this show before. I'm going to say as a game show purist, this has to be the one with Bob Barker, not with Drew Carey even though the same game sort of applies, you know what I'm talking about. Coming at number three, the price is right. Something about hearing your name getting called. Come on down. Uh, There it is. I mean, that to me, I can smell like, grandma cooking something in the kitchen and yeah. you know just staying home from school or something just just watching it at 11 o'clock you know before days of our lives and all my children just a great day it's so great all the way we're at the
2: big will at the middle of the show and at the end of the show to pick the final two I mean,
3: just, you can't like, beat it i, I mean I, I think there's a a pod listener who needs a shout out from their personal experience kevin do you want to do the honors
0: hey big shout out to rabbi so funny story The rabbi calls us. They were out in California, get tickets to go see The Price is Right. They call the fam over when they get home. They're like, hey, this was the episode that we were on. They gave us the air date. So we're over at the rabbi's house watching a little Price is Right. Lo and behold, the rabbi gets his name called to come on down. (laughs) All right. So not only does he get called on down, but he is the – highest or the closest bidder to a foosball table so he gets to go up on stage so he gets his foosball table right he wins that then i can't even remember what the game is but he wins two sony laptops and wins a stainless steel fridge then goes to the big wheel gets closest to a dollar goes to the showcase showdown unfortunately doesn't win but how about that big shout out to rabbi just crushing it on branches, right?
3: Shout out, Rabbi. Uh, I mean, did funny. they have
1: Did they have Rabbi on his name tag? or They should have. Coming in at number three for me, Kevin, I'd like to buy a vowel. Will of Fortune, 1975 air date, Pat Sajak and Banna White. You know, I like this compared to some of the other shows that are probably going to pop up on lists, or actually it already has once, but I could actually guess these answers from time to time uh so will of fortune for me at number three
3: i like it colin quick question vanna white or jesse
1: Spana? i'll go vanna
3: god i'm getting such hate forget this Uh, oh classic
1: pick, classic
0: like i said my kids love watching will of fortune if ashley ever gets on will of fortune she'll win no doubt about it i mean she's one of those she sees like four letters on a puzzle that's got 30 and she's she's picking it pretty quick all right hey coming in at number three for me brent you mentioned the afternoon nickelodeon lineup so i'm gonna throw my favorite show during this time double dare longest running show on nickelodeon history at least for a game show 86 to 93 tried to have a little revival in 2000 then again in 1819 tv guide calls it the 29th Best game show of all time. They had a list of fifty. So, I mean, if Double Dare is coming in at twenty nine, they got some bangers ahead of it, I guess. But love some Double Dare. Love the physical challenge. Right? You get a little question. Oh, yeah. You got you got a, a team, a brother and a sister, or maybe the brother sister and the parents if it's family Double Dare. Hey, they say uh, we don't we don't know it. You know, they always get together. All right, we dare you. And then the the next it goes over to the other side, and they're like, Well, we double dare. And then they're like physical challenge and then they getting all nasty with the slime. And then you get the obstacle course at the very end. Love that. Like Christian, like you said, you got the nose with the big old boogers in it. And you got to reach up there and find the flag. Hey, how about this little fact? How about this little fact? So 1987 Nickelodeon shoots pilots of Double Dare, okay, to present to Viacom or whoever owns Nickelodeon. Anybody want to guess the host? I mean, the host was Mark Summers, but for the pilots, anybody want to guess the host of Double Dare? John Lithgow. Bruce Jenner. (laughs) What?
3: (laughs) No. Caitlin? How about that? That is random. (laughs) Random And I I think they made the best choice. Mark Summers was a goat, man.
1: Yeah, he was. He was great. Summers crushed it.
3: Summer Forever.
1: Number three, Double Dare. Love it. I thought it might have been Kevin Costner, but (laughs)
0: should have been.
2: All All right, number three for me. This is, I guess it's one of the newer shows that I picked, but it aired uh, originally in 2005 in the US. It is Deal or No Deal with Howie Mandel. Not really sure why, but I fell in love with this show. Uh, you know, I would really get on Logan's nerves. I would just go on the runs of watching the show all the time. Like if it was, if we didn't have a show that we were watching, I was watching reruns of Deal or No Deal, <laughs> and that that lasted for like eight, eight months. You know, something crazy like that. So, Deal or No Deal number three, just a just a good new show.
3: I like it.
0: Would you? It was be... almost
3: like, you know, the Millionaire Part Two.
0: Yeah. Would you be asking Logan like, would you take the deal? I mean, he's crazy yeah. if he doesn't oh, take the deal. I mean,
2: one hundred percent, I'm all in. Like, would you take? Yeah, like, and then I, I would always keep my original guess of which case I would have picked. You know, and then oh yeah, see how that all shakes out.
0: I remember downloading the app or mm-hmm. I don't know playing it online or something, but I would never play it for real because I would just go all the way to the end.
2: Yeah, yeah, because
0: I knew it was fake. You were selfish. Fake. That's yeah. right. Good
3: pick. Number two. Well, coming at number two for me. So my top two um, are absolutely ones that are in our current evening rotation. And Colin mentioned it prior. This one's wheel of fortune. It stood the test of time. I mean, it's crazy. Like, Again, I always go back to the year 2020, which is the year of the game show for me. I normally did not watch game shows religiously, but it felt like it was the right thing to do. And so we still watch it most nights if we're home and, you know, we're not doing anything else. Wheel of Fortune is happening. Even if we're not watching Jeopardy, we're going to watch the wheel. And I will say Pat Sajak, I I don't know, he's become a little chippy in his aging years like some nights he's like really awkward and it's kind of fun to watch how he like reacts to other people and what he says i'm always waiting for him to like slip up and get fired uh which kind of makes it a new element to the game so wheel of fortune number dose
0: i see pat sajak doing that as well i agree he's becoming a little bit of an ornery old man it's it is (laughs) funny to watch
3: you couldn't tell it from his blonde highlights and frosted tips
1: All right, number two for me. What is Jeopardy? First aired in 1964. Obviously, the, the show, you know, like many others, has kind of stood the test of time. You know, i consider myself a reasonably smart dude, but you know, always amazed at some of the knowledge those people have. I haven't kept up with it super in-depth, but obviously, you know, Jeopardy's going through a, a bit of a roller coaster here, replacing Alec Trebek. Uh, I know they've bounced around a few this summer and recently had a bit of controversy, but hopefully they'll land on somebody solid and uh, it'll continue. LeVar Burton. He'd be good.
3: good. I well, think if it's rainbow it, guy. Yeah. If it's not LeVar Burton, the only other solution Colin would agree uh, is Will Farrell to go on and mock the show for its entirety from here on out. What a great <laughs> kid.
0: Colin, did you get, do you get excited when they have like celebrity jeopardy where it's easier questions?
1: I do like that. I feel like I'm more competitive. Oh, yeah. He
0: considered himself a
3: smart man and also humble.
0: All right. Governor number three for me. Excuse me. Number two. Number three was double dare. Number two, we've got absolute classic family feud. Started back in 76. Been going strong to the present day. All kinds of different hosts. I specifically remember growing up watching Ray Combs. Rest in peace, I always absolutely loved playing along, trying to guess whatever the the answers to the questions were. And then you get to the final bonus round, fast money. And what a cool little treat of Family Feud. You know, Jeopardy had it as well, where the winner stays on and continues playing, and Family Feud does the exact same thing. Uh, then you got Steve Harvey still today, who's absolutely hilarious. I don't really yeah. watch it a ton now, but uh, I do from time to time. My dad still loves it just from the the Steve Harvey component, just how funny he is. So, number two, Family Feud.
3: Do, 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 do. I love
0: it, Kevin. Great da, 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 pick, da, da, da.
3: Steve Harvey, man. Original King himself.
2: Yeah, love Steve Harvey. John, John
3: O'Hurley, host, the worst host. Gosh, rest in peace. <laughs>
2: I don't know. <laughs> All right. Number two, I'm going to keep it right there with Colin again. Jeopardy. I mean, that's just a classic. You know, Alex Trebek, just one of the classiest gentlemen, his time and just a great host. And I mean, you just get smarter every time you watch the show. It's entertaining. Uh, so Jeopardy coming in number two
3: were you guys watching Jeopardy back when like Ken Jennings was on a run? And I I probably mispronounced this guy, James. You remember who I'm talking about? Uh, James Holzhauer. 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 And that guy, a freaking genius. And they have this new show, the chase with all those guys. Have y'all seen that? I've been watching that too. You got Holzhauer, you got Jennings and that other dude, uh, the three highest grossing winners, I guess on Jeopardy that basically (laughs) go toe to toe with these other guys. And I'm like, they're either that smart, that good at trivia or flat out liars. Like I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> number one coming at number one for me uh, again, the reason why this hit number one is because of the rate at which I watch it still. And what I am uncovering about myself as I peel back the onion layers is I watch way too much TV. So Colin, you be happy that you don't, but <laughs> family feud, number one, I honestly remember watching it as a child, like at my grandparents' house, but now more than ever over the past year or two, I've just grown to love Steve Harvey, just like you said, Kevin. Love the show. Love guessing the answers. My wife and I will sit there and do it, especially the final when you got the two people together, and I'm telling you, man, it's fun. I will say... (laughs) A lot of the answers, which it's America who's who's guessing this stuff. It's, it's kind of risque, you know. So every time there's an air, I'm like, some of these shows, I'm like, I don't even know if muffs, uh, earmuffs, you know, like I don't know, but it's it's still a funny show. It's classic Steve Harvey. It just goes to show you how stupid America is by some of the answers, which makes me feel better. So number one,
0: family feud. Let's do it. You know what makes Harvey so great though is the swag. <laughs> the swag is on point. But if, if one of the actual contestants on the show has something extremely stupid <laughs> to say, he just calls them out, you know, he, yeah. just, he just absolutely rails on him and
1: roasts them pretty good. It's great. Oh, his yeah. Facial, facial expressions are fantastic. No doubt. His bald
3: dome, his sweet stash. Oh, that stash.
1: All right. Number one for me, it, it was the easiest pick I've made in some time on the, on the podcast rankings. Price is right at number one. Doesn't get any better. Man, I just – I think about, you know, when you're sick, home from school, you know, watching it in that mid-morning time slot or whatever it was. Loved it. Shout out to Plinko, one of my favorite games. They played on that. Uh, And certainly want to send my uh, congrats to the rabbi for his Price is Right winnings.
3: Congrats, rabbi.
0: All right, coming into number one. First, I would like to mention a few game shows that did not make the cut but that I loved very much growing up or still do today. Okay, Jeopardy was on the cut list. How about this one? Where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? That's an oh, old school I forgot guy. about that. Yes, yes, back in the, the kid days, man. Love that. Pressure, luck, no whammies, no whammies, no whammies, no whammies. Dude, I, I watched
3: that one with Elizabeth Banks now. It's a fun show.
0: Okay. I like the old one. I haven't watched the new one yet. Will of Fortune, obviously. We probably watch more Will of Fortune than any other game show in the house. And then here's one that we haven't mentioned tonight. Win, lose, or draw. Used to love mm, me some win, I lose, remember or draw that. back in the day. All right. Coming in number one, just like Colin. Easiest pick I've had probably on the pod. The Price is Right. Just so many memories. I remember – being home from school in the summertime, and if my dad was home, whether he worked third shift or second shift, a lot of times we would be watching prices right and then it never failed afterwards. We would go over to the Apollo King in Berea. I would always get myself a grilled cheese, and man, that was that was just the memory associated with. Price is right. Still love it today. Did not care for Drew Carey at first, but I've, I've grown to, to like Drew and think he's doing a pretty good job. I have been in the Price is Right studios before when we were out in Los Angeles, got some tickets to that. Tried real, real hard to to make the show, but I didn't. But it's wild. Once you get in there, it's a lot smaller than you think. You got cameras and things like that everywhere, even up on stage. And you just forget about that when you're seeing it you know, from your couch, looking through the TV lens. But um, or looking through the camera lens, but it's it's a little bit more congested than you would you would think, but coming in at number one price is right.
3: Kevin uh, was it a game changer when you started watching it in color TV or oh my gosh, that's
0: right. <laughs> Old Bobby.
2: <laughs> All right, well, Kevin, I'm I'm glad you didn't play spoiler when you listed twelve shows that didn't make your list before my number one. But my bad. Um, the the only so I'm, this is going to be a one. I, I'm surprised it didn't make anybody else's list because pound for pound, maybe the most entertaining thing on television. Uh, the only place that you can watch somebody eat bowl testicles on television. <laughs> This is Fear Factor. number one, the the show that put Joe Rogan on the map nationally. <laughs> I think you probably don't have the Rogan podcast without this show. Fear Factor. I mean just what just crazy stuff that they would do. Crazy stuff they would eat, you know, cover their heads with bees and all kinds of gnarly stuff but Fear Factor was just entertaining and uh, I remember watching it all the time so that's number one for me.
3: That's a good one. I remember that. I remember not being able to watch some of the things on there just because of how you know. I mean, just and disgusting. I mean,
1: does anybody? It was does anybody on the pod? Would you select any pod listener besides Dilworth to compete in Fear Factor? <laughs> I mean, he's can built I, for that. Can show, I tell right? you why
3: I wouldn't? Because I witnessed him. Colin in your and you're in Dustin's old apartment in Uptown Charlotte. Pick up a live cockroach and chomp on it, and then eat it. Not swallow it whole. Take a, a bite out of it, and then continue to enjoy it. And didn't even wash it down with a Code Red Mountain Dew.
1: Says a lot about our living
0: conditions. <laughs> oh, listen, you're exactly right. There is no other listener other than Bill Worth that would even come close to competing in that. But you got to admit. I mean, we're right outside of a month when you guys were throwing some scenarios his way and he was backing down. He's, he's become a little bit softer.
2: That is true. That is true. But well,
0: I think hey, you Brent, just let me, triggered him. Let me, that's <laughs> right. Bring it on Dilworth. Um, Brent, is there any specific type of fear factor challenge that you felt like you would have struggled More with would it be the eating competitions or would it have been like you know getting
2: what are heights? Yeah, so that that Colin nailed it there. I mean, anything to do with heights, like I'm eating a donkey before before I before I (laughs) keep it
3: keep it. That is an anatomically correct. (laughs) (laughs) He was okay with the bull testicles, but you just crossed the line, bro. (laughs)
2: white guys (laughs) but yeah college riot no way possible i'm getting up on like a 25 story building hanging out over anything like give me any anatomy of any animal
3: (laughs) what about filled in a tank with like live snakes worms yeah like that
2: that. too man like i almost would consider eating something dead over (laughs) laying something alive
3: I've, we've confirmed that you will eat anything, <laughs> live or dead, stuffed, preferably stuffed.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, what a show. What a I, like
0: show. How, I like how you threw the word gnarly in there a couple times too, man. That's, uh, a, yeah. that's a gnarly word. Absolutely. Shout out to the Grateful Dead. I love it. Hey, let's do a quick review. So Christian coming in at number five, Jeopardy. Number four, America says... Number three, The Price is Right. Number two, Will of Fortune. And number one, Family Feud. Colin, coming in at number five, Beg, Borrow, and Deal of ESPN. Number four, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Number three, Will of Fortune. Number two, Jeopardy. And number one, Price is Right. Coming in at number five for me was Supermarket Sweep. Number four, The American Gladiators. Number three, Double Dare. Number two, Family Feud. And number one, Price is Right. And, Brant, coming in at number five, you had Legend of the Hidden Temple. Number four, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. And number three, Deal or No Deal. Number two, Jeopardy. And number one, Fear Factor. Anybody have any final thoughts? Yeah, we left off guts.
1: Yeah,
2: what a, what a show. Oh, yeah. All those yeah. Nickelodeon game shows are good. I oh, yeah, what
3: about that. Yeah. I enjoyed this.
1: It was a good time. This was yeah, fun. Was
3: Even fun. for someone like Colin, who's never seen the wizard of Oz. He's never watched a game show. I'm glad you, you picked the list.
1: So confirm we show. were talking wizard of Oz. <laughs> yes. That's, that's right.
2: <laughs> a new show that I like is the wall. Have y'all seen? Dude. That? Yes. No,
3: with old Chris Hardwick. Yeah. yeah, that's
2: a good show. I,
3: I new, will say show. about that show. It's frustrating. Because of that whole scenario with the person signing the contract, don't sign the contract. Let me ask you, Brant, if you and your wife were on that, would you not make the decision prior? like oh, sign sure. or sign without like you can't go up yeah, there and right. maybe they do and they're just doing it for TV, right, but like right. you can't let emotion get in the way, make yeah. a hard decision and make, live with yes.
2: It. And it's gotta be like, if it's below 50, let it ride. If it's above or whatever. The case right.
0: Is. Exactly.
2: Well, I watched the show f- like four or five times. And then I saw that LeBron James was an executive producer or so a you producer stopped. on the show. So I, I haven't <laughs> watched it since you were out. I just stopped at that point.
3: Well, once you know that it was his money funding it and everyone kept losing, right. Oh, uh, I get it yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right well hey thanks for joining us for brand christian and colin we appreciate all our listeners and we look forward to coming back with episode 34 next week we will be ranking the top 5 80s songs that's an impossible task possibly the best era of music or decade of music in history so it's going to be tough but we'll have a good time doing it till then say good night kevin